Welcome to Service Stories, a podcast where AmeriCorps VISTAs, or volunteers in service to America, share their experiences in Philadelphia schools and nonprofits. We'll explore the ins and outs of a year in the life of a VISTA member and what they've learned along the way. Join Sarah and Sarah on their quest to find out how does service shape the lives of different people. Service Stories a podcast created by volunteers about volunteers. We recently spoke with Jordan, who talked about her experience as a VISTA serving with Fiesta Schoolyards in Philadelphia in 2019 to 2020. Today we're talking to Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Thanks for joining us. I'm really glad to be here with everybody on your podcast. I feel special. (laughs) Do you want to kind of first introduce yourself, if you want to give any background information about kind of like what you were doing before your year of service, um, and then where you served too. Okay. So um, my name's Jordan. I'm 23 years old. I was at University of Syrac- or Syracuse University before I started my VISTA year. I graduated 2019, nick of time, because 2020 has been kind of rough. So yeah, I literally <laughs> graduated and I had a few months out of school and I was like everyone looking for a job. But at the time, I really didn't have that much experience because um, I was an English major when I was in undergrad, but I kind of grew to love marketing by the, by like my junior year. But by then I couldn't really transfer into another school without either prolonging my undergrad or just making it way more complicated at the very end. So I decided to stick with the English major and I tried to just do marketing for like clubs and activities, but like I did it for like um, the boxing club I was a part of and for some of my choirs that I was a part of like as extracurriculars. But like as I tried to enter the workforce, it really wasn't enough experience to really let like the people I wanted to work for know that I could do these things post, be consistent and like have enough experience in it that they wouldn't need to like hold my hand. So I had a little bit of trouble kind of really convincing people that I could because I also didn't have an internship during my um, undergrad either. So really Vista really helped me with that part. So I was pretty much unemployed, graduated for like a few months, and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. No one's hiring me. No one knows I could do these things, even though I'm like, I can. They don't believe me. So my mom, she works at a nonprofit in Philadelphia, the Coalition Against Hunger. And a year or so prior to that, they had a VISTA. And they had a few actually for the years before that. But um, she was telling me about the program and was like, well, you know, since you haven't really found a job, maybe you can kind of do that for a while. So, I mean, I was like, I didn't really, I know what the heck a VISTA was. So I was like, um, I don't know, like, what do you do? And then especially when I heard service year, I was like, I don't know. Cause I was thinking like Peace Corps, like I was going to have to move far away and do something really complex. And I was like, I don't know if I'm like a service person, like, never really done this before but she was like it's gonna be good you'll get experience like the ones they had at their office they really kind of really gave them a lot of stuff so she was like you're gonna be able to really show people you can do this and really have a chance to do it as like almost in a job kind of like environment even though it's not 
So I was like, okay. I mean, I didn't think I'd even get in, but I was like, okay, sure. We'll try it. So I filled out the information and I looked for like, you know, the opportunities they had for like, like the jobs they had open. And that's when I came across um, Fiesta Schoolyards. So I found that and basically they were looking for someone who could do the marketing and really build them up in terms of their social media and kind of work on like, just kind of not only building up their presence, like social media wise, but also making a manual for them, like in terms of how they do what they do, which is they, they renovate uh, public elementary schools and they just, they don't really transform the schoolyard in terms of like your traditional, like playgrounds like no monkey bars and all that it was mostly like painted games like maps and like you know like four squares and you know like a lot of painted elements that kind of make it prettier and give you something to do without having the labor of getting the equipment and going through the school district and making sure it like fit regulations so I joined it talked with them it went really well and I I signed on to do it. So that's where I was for my Vista year, Fiesta School Yards. <laughs> so kind of, um, I think it's interesting you were talking about earlier, like service and like, oh, I don't know if it's something I'm like, I want to do and like, is this for me? Like, so what did you kind of know about AmeriCorps beforehand, before you started? And like specifically AmeriCorps Vista and... I didn't really know anything, honestly. <laughs> I didn't know it existed. I only thought the only thing you could do for service was like Peace Corps. So I didn't know mm. there was anything where you do the same thing like in-house or at least like in the same country. So I was like, I don't know what this is. Plus it seemed so like, you know, like different from what I've ever done before. Like, I mean, I've done more like volunteer days with like, small events but I've never done anything where I've signed on to be like a service member and helping the community like I have in small increments of time but never where I signed on to do it for a while so I was like I don't know what to expect and I was really confused because like as we learned when we were Vistas like it's layers on Fen versus Vista versus a lot of other things and you're just like I don't really know what exactly I'm, who I'm working for how that works so I was just going based on what my mom kind of said. So I was like, oh, so I'm going to be like a temp. And I was like, if I think of it that way, it doesn't seem so confusing. And I can't lie, kind of signed in being like, I guess they'll tell me what the service part is later. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I'll just work and do what they asked me. Like I can get coffee and write notes and stuff like that. So I was like, as long as I do marketing, I don't care. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I kind of came in pretty much, like, very green. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I definitely, like, resonate, I think, with what you're, you're saying a lot, because I think a lot of people, when they think of service, like, initially, maybe they have thoughts of, like, um, Habitat for Humanity, and it's like, oh, I'm going to go build a house, or I'm going to go, like, um, uh, um, vaccinate like a village if it's like Peace Corps or something like that yes. um, when you kind of learned with Vista specifically right that you get to work on professional development did you really make sure to find a project where you could work on marketing since you had said that was a big interest of yours 
Well, yeah, no, I really wanted to because I was hoping once I finished, I could really be able to like talk to people and have more experience with different types of like, like I use like some Canva and like I would like, <laughs> I would take videos and ironically, before I knew it was popular, I would use TikTok to use the effects to make them look interesting. But like that was pretty much it and like just kind of going based mostly on the social media part, but I didn't know a lot of like reaching out to people. I didn't know how to use Photoshop. I didn't know how to use a lot of things that I was like, if I say yes on this resume, I am BSing and hopefully I'll figure it out once I get there. So like, it was really important. Like once my mom kind of like, once I kind of understood what I was going to have to do, I was like, I have to make sure that I do some marketing with this. Cause like, I know they really wanted the, the resume to or they wanted their their kind of guidebook to be like the priority when like the the social media would kind of be secondary but I really was like I need to make their social media the most amazing thing ever so I can at least say certain things and that helped and also especially um we had it like in February for the vistas the life after vista thing and that was helpful too because they had marketing people because I I begged Dana like please 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 because everyone was doing non-profit and I really wanted to do for-profit and that was kind of weird because everyone was on the non-profit mindset and the people that came in for even like our like dinner with a professional were all non-profit people and I was like while it's great to understand what they do and how they do because they can still give good advice on like marketing ideas and strategies I was like I don't know how helpful they'll be for getting my foot in the door into like a for-profit place. So I was like begging and begging, begging, like, please, please, please have people who are going to be for-profit or just know marketing enough that they can really help me, like really make my resume stand out so that people kind of trust a, that I know what I'm doing and that they like kind of are attracted to my resume to begin with. So I think that helps so much. And when we had that around like, what was it like January, February, it helped too, because like it was closer to the end-ish half of our service year, but it was like, okay, well, they gave me a lot of tips. They provided emails. Like I got to talk to some people afterwards and see how they set up there. Literally one woman sent me her resume and like was like, here, you can use this as a guide. And I totally did. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just like kind of looking at what she did and like some of the things she did. So I was like, okay, if I have this, I could just copy it and try to make my last like few months this. I mean, little did I know Corona would come in and make it a little different, but I was still able to kind of like really emphasize what these professionals were doing in their resumes and make it look like the way I wanted it to so that I could seem competitive for people who were marketing majors. So yeah, it was really helpful. Mm, I feel like a lot of what you're bringing up is a, are there a lot of good skills that you learn in Vista and at your site and that there's also skills that people can bring into their site. Like you were mentioning social media, you were mentioning marketing. Were there other kinds of skills that you found you were able to develop in your, in your year with Vista and like at your site that you didn't expect? Oh yeah, definitely. So my um, Fiesta Schoolyards is like kind of like a foundation. It's kind of funded by the foundation and it's by the Lindy like corporation or business basically they 
have rental properties like apartment buildings and through that money they kind of have the fund which funds fiesta schoolyards is like kind of like their charity like sign off kind of thing so basically we were in this big office with all these people right but they all worked for the realty company none of them knew anything that i was doing technically wasn't even allowed to really talk to them about anything anyway so it was literally me my supervisor and one other person who was half realty company half us so it was like two of us doing the work of like a lot of people so i ended up having to take on a lot more like we lost our project director and so i was half doing that job and half doing the social media half being like a receptionist half being like a million other things and like i when I talked to more of like my Vista leader, they did bring up some good points that like most starting nonprofits really are going to be bare bones and you're going to have to kind of jump in in areas you didn't expect, which was kind of hard because I was like, oh, I'm just going to do social media and like, you know, maybe sit down on a few meetings. And it went from that to scheduling meetings and meeting teachers and principals and like talking with project directors about like, different equipment that I had no idea about and looking up the dimensions of stuff and I'm terrible at math. So I was like, I don't know how to do that. Redoing budgets, sending email. I was not prepared for that. I even had to, um, we would get site plans and I, she was just like, color them in. I was like, I don't know what that means. And <laughs> she's like, just <laughs> color them in, use this. And I was like, okay. But I was like, I don't know how to use this. So I had someone who uh, worked their IT for the rental property. He was like at least helpful. He like showed me how to use Photoshop, helped me with the tutorials. Like he had me calling like, I don't understand what I'm doing. I think it's broken. <laughs> so like I learned a lot from that. We even, um, I mostly learned a lot from Photoshop, how to do that, how project directors even work. And then I also learned a lot once we, right before March and right before we had our COVID shutdown, we were doing like these meetings nonstop with like city council, donors, anybody who would provide money for the project. So that was interesting, learning the prep, learning pretty much how to slowly stalk a city council member and kind of make your way into a meeting was something I learned too. So. I, I will say it was really rough adjusting, but I learned a lot of different skills that I think I can kind of say I know how to do past what I thought I would by the end of this. But yeah, it was super helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think, so like hearing about your experience and kind of the interaction with this nonprofit, like this fledgling nonprofit, the larger like corporation kind of behind it and then working with like government kind of bodies did you think you were gonna kind of experience that where you could have your hand almost like in every different sector oh no i like <laughs> totally like i don't know what it was but like i i my mom has always worked for nonprofits, but i've always just known she's always gone to bigger nonprofits where there's people like you have to like jump in in small areas but not for everything and i don't know my boss she was really good at just talking she could convince like a fish to buy water like it's just like she was good so like the way she described it i thought like oh like it's gonna be this big building there's gonna be tons of people i'm just gonna be like shadowing and 
like doing the social media and just kind of learning from the people around me. And like, she did say there was like three of them, but she was like, but we're in a bigger building and there's other people. So like from that, I was like, oh, okay. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, it's literally like one room in a big building. And there's three of us in this room. Like my desk was connected to her desk right next to his desk. And that was the group. And so that was pretty interesting. Like, jumping in and also it was weird too because like I came in late to the project because they had already started one of the schools so like I had never met the general contractor the project director like some of the people from the school district like it was just names and emails that I was just like okay I just will adjust and then people left and then people had issues and people asked me questions and I was like I just got here so I think I hadn't really known nonprofit work enough to even know like when she was telling me about the amount of people there, like to know you're going to have to step up and do different things to know like how nonprofits work in terms of the grit you need to be in it. I had no idea. So that part was super interesting because like it just was such a eye opener because I had very little experience. So yeah, it was interesting to like kind of figure that out. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, for sure. It's well, and like, um, but I think you bring up a lot of uh, good points about like there's a a lot of good things that you were having to like tackle and like different things that you were learning to to manage and on the job. Do you feel like um, any of these experiences will be able to prepare you for like? the future and like other jobs that you'll be getting into and um, just like future situations. I feel like the way you described it is a really good experience as far as for people like coming out of college without a lot of work experience. It teaches you a lot. Um, and it sounded like it, it has taught you a lot. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where you kind of expect a little bit more lead because you're like, oh, like I'm a student or I'm coming from something else where I've had a lot more direction. Whereas mm. with Vista, it truly is like random. You could go to a place where there's tons of people, everything's organized and they're giving you very small stuff. Or you can go somewhere where you're pretty much the only person helping and they expect you to know the most or they expect you to do exactly what they need you to do and that's it. Like it really is random it's totally <laughs> like it's like a box of chocolates you never really know what you're gonna get until you get there and yeah. seeing the work you're doing yeah so like I will say like <laughs> that part is good because it's the same for the workforce I mean you assume you're gonna come into a job where everything's organized or you have a calm normal boss or the workload is going to be normal or even like understandable but like you don't really know like it, it's almost like a person you don't know someone until you really spend time with them like you don't know <laughs> an organization until you're in it and you're working there and I think while it's super stressful to come in and not know what you're gonna do and like not know what to expect I think it's really good because it kind of forces you to kind of like adjust on the go and to just kind of see what's happening and figure it out on your own and kind of piece it together and like it's it's more helpful because like I um 
I used to be an RA, just like Sarah. <laughs> well, one of the Sarahs, I know it's both of yours. One of the Sarahs. <laughs> yeah, no, like I used to be an RA and like that was totally unorganized too. I came in, no one told me what I was doing or how things worked. They gave you a bunch of like things they needed from you and then none of that like was followed through, but like you never knew that until you got there. So it was a lot of all over the places and like there wasn't a lot of like there were older RAs that kind of leaned on to ask questions, but there wasn't as many people who like really had a real like understanding or community in terms of like being like, Oh, you're new. I can help you. Like I ran into like two people who told me some stuff and like kind of gave me like, this is what you'll need. Good luck. And so you just kind of figure it out. So compared to that, this was a little bit more helpful because we at least had Vista leaders. So I had someone to vent to, I had someone to give me a little bit more creative ideas when I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. Like I had someone like, we had to find someone to, I didn't end up doing it because we had to shelter in place, but my boss was really trying to push us to do more like events where we have like paint days with the communities. And like, it was hard because there's three of us. So one person to watch, one person to get pizza and then someone's not there. That's not enough people to watch all these people. And it was just like a lot. And so I was like, I don't know how we would logistically even do this. And I was like talking to Ben and he was like, well, we know nonprofits that do like events and they'll bring in people and you would just have to kind of work with them, but they would do most of the work in terms of organizing and supervising people. You just have to show them what to do and they would take it over. And so Ben provided so much, like they really came through, can't lie. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it was like, there's resources there having a Vista leader to kind of guide you Mm. and show you the reins helps so much because at least when you do feel overwhelmed and like you're in the dark there's at least one person who understands especially since they've already been a Vista before and they've experienced it especially they some of them have been Vistas more than once so they've been to all kinds of different like nonprofits, so they know kind of what you're going through like Dana had a boss just like mine. She can be very, very strong-willed in her opinions. And sometimes, even if I didn't find them right, it was so hard because you're just like, I don't think this is like the most efficient way to do this, but you don't really have the power to be like, no. So she like helped me with like finding ways to like manage up and Mm. those kind of things and like working out ways to set boundaries because also as a student, I had never worked anywhere. So I was like, I don't know how long I'm supposed to be working and what's okay and what's not like getting emails on Saturday, Sundays at three at 3 a.m. Is that normal? Do I answer? Do I not? And I had no idea. And like, it was like having those conversations, having them be like, okay, at this time, you don't answer the phone. (laughs) You don't answer the emails. And I was like, oh, I just like used to the teacher mentality where like they ask me, I do. So it was a lot less on me than I thought it would be. It was stressful, but at least I wasn't alone. And also, like, I had you guys, like, mm. you would go to these meetings and other people would have some issues, like, whether they were the same or different, like, you could at least understand, like, okay, I'm not alone in this, like, I'm not the only one trying to figure this out. So that part was really helpful. But yeah, I, I, I do think it did help, though, in general, just, like, in terms of the future, I a have people I know who know what it's like to be that stressed out. And it also helped too with just meeting new people and 
kind of getting back because I went to school in New York. So I had no idea anybody past high school who lived in Philly. Like I didn't know the areas. I had never gone on the L before or used the subway or done any of those things. And so that helped too. Cause I was like, it helped me get back home and understand home. Whereas like mm. I knew upstate New York now and like people I knew lived all over the place, but not here. And half the people from high school moved somewhere else. So it was like, I, I really started all over in a place where I had already begun, but it was really cool. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. um, it's nice to hear, I feel like all the levels of support, like I'm aware of them, but like yeah. hearing it is really nice. Um, it does remind me of like RA, like res ed life. Very much. There, someone needs to do a survey and figure out like how many former RAs move on to national service. Cause I feel like there's a lot of us probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there, we're like in a unique position where it's like, we have our VISTA leaders as support. We have FEND, we have other VISTAs we know. And then there's the nonprofit like scene in general in Philadelphia, which is like pretty, there's a lot going on, but I feel like there's a lot of like interaction where there's support and collaboration. I know you had just mentioned you kind of had to like reorient yourself to Philadelphia. Since you have that like family connection to nonprofits, did you have an idea about kind of the nonprofit scene in Philadelphia or it was so new to you? It was new. I mean, you know, like it was my mom. So like she would tell me stuff about work, but it would be like about people or like things. And I never really, I don't know, like I was young. I was like, oh, that's her. Like, I, it won't be like that for me. So I was like, I wasn't really even connecting the dots. Like my mom has been, now that I think about it, in somewhere it was totally a mess. And I just was like, oh, this is that job. Like I never thought like nonprofits in general are different and never really thought about how funding happens and like getting everything together and the amount of people on staff and the amount of people who actually help like none of those things actually really like connected in my mind as important so like I never really thought about it like I mean I knew pieces but like I never really in depth thought about how it would be when I was in it because I never thought I'd be in it so it was like a whole new chapter opened for me. But yeah, no, it was definitely eye-opening and interesting too, because now when I think back to stories my mom has told me or like things I've heard, I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, no, big context, definitely. <laughs> mm, and also pretty cool that you were able to come back and like see Philly in a new light and like, kind of learn about how to use like all these different things that we have accessible to us and I think Sarah was right as far as like all the amounts of support that we had to help us prepare for this which is why I think we're like fortunate to have FEN because not every AmeriCorps program has that extra program um, to also like help us. Um, and you had also kind of mentioned, um, as far as COVID, how had that kind of sh like changed your work, shaped your work, and how did you guys respond to that? Well, like it, it stayed the same and it changed at the same time. Like because we were in someone else's office, technically, we were only in the office on Monday, Wednesday, and sometimes Fridays. 
So basically, we spent most of our time emailing, calling each other. We had mostly all of our calls on like Fridays to like just talk about the week or on the phone. People we were talking to, like when we had like our project director and stuff like that at the time, they were like in different spaces. So we were always on the phone. So it was a lot of already connecting virtually for the most part. So that part wasn't hard in terms of like getting used to the change in like communication. I think the hardest part was, well, it was good and it was bad. The shift was what was the priority. At the time we were getting ready for a new set of schools. So it was all about getting out there and meeting people and showing up there and like going this place. And like, we were looking for like funding. So city council and like meetings downtown, like all the time, like hitting up this like city council all the time. Like I was literally on the L all the time going all over the place. So that part was kind of good. Cause we went from being all over Philadelphia to like, at least in one spot. And like, I think it also was interesting too, because we stopped mostly focusing on like funding and we shifted straight into the manual in terms of like getting it done organizing it putting it together because like I kind of put the pieces together as we had like done stuff like from like old grant proposals and like just stuff I had experienced I just kind of wrote down and I was like oh I'll piece it together slowly and I kind of did but it also helped too because I was thinking it was going to be formal and then we switched from formal to a website and more of like almost like a Wikipedia kind of idea where you click one link that gets you another page. And then from there you get another thing. So it went from like this formal document where you like scroll down and all the information, it's like a long-term paper to this. So it helped narrow down what we were going to do and like getting it done. Cause like beforehand our focus was more on funding and getting the new schools together and getting our project director in and starting that. So it just more shifted the focus than anything else. So I think in a way it kind of didn't affect me because like it, it kind of not to like make a something bad into something good all the way, but like it slowed <laughs> down the pace for me definitely. Cause like, I feel like we were ramping up to like go full speed and I was like, okay, like I'm going to be everywhere. And I was like, and this is only like, February like I can only imagine how it's gonna be crazy by April and getting like general contractors in yeah so I was like oh my gosh this is gonna be intense and I hadn't really done too much work on the manual because we were all over so it kind of helped at least in that for me to at least finish something on my bad to have something done because even if we had have stuck with the schools we technically wouldn't have finished until about now and I wouldn't have been there anyway so it was good to at least be able to be like I finished something it's there on the books you can scratch it off the list for whoever comes behind me so yeah (laughs) so yeah no it it was a negative that turned into a positive honestly Mm. that's good to hear um yeah I feel like everyone has just had to like adapt to life post or it's not even post, it's like in the thick of COVID because it's not over yet. Yes. Um, and it is, it is nice to hear from other people that have served with us how they were able to adapt. And it's not just like, 
private companies where like people can work from home. Like everyone talks about like Google working from home or Twitter working from home for however like long, but like nonprofits can do it too. And like companies that focus on service can do it. Um, how do you think you will talk about your experience as a Vista, like moving forward as you try to market yourself out to some of those like private companies? I'm assuming that's the route you're taking or have you changed your mind? Oh, uh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing to do for profit marketing. I mean, it's a little bit hard still with the market being the way it is and also possibly, not even possibly a recession on the work, you know, in, in terms of everything happening, everything is very unstable. So I'm still looking, but I do think it has helped me in terms of just learning new things and also being able to have real concrete like stories on how I adapted because before then it was like, I did adapt, but for some reason, the idea that it wasn't like a class or a real job, like something that wasn't like, I guess, professional in their eyes kind of seemed like, you know, that was just like a club. Like, I mean, you adapt, but it's a club. Like it doesn't give off like the kind of like status you need in order for it to feel like it's credible. So I feel like with this, I had things that not even through marketing where I just had to adapt and kind of shift or come up with something that was a little bit more outside the box than I would have guessed before. And I think that's really helpful to use later on as like, you're talking to like other jobs and like they want to see, cause like, it's only been a year since I graduated, but it's good to be able to be like, yeah, no, it's been a year, but through this job, I've done a lot of different things and I have concrete stories to tell you. And like, I have people who I know that like could back me up too. Cause before then I really didn't have any real references besides again, like I, my high school job or like a really nice like professor that I helped for like some like event or something like I didn't have anyone like professional and I think like having Hillary is such a plus because she knows everyone she's on the news she knows random people all along the way like my mom was talking to some lady who was um, on the board for her job and she was like yeah no yeah we were with a uh, Hillary and she was like oh my gosh, you know Hillary? She's like, yeah, I know Hillary. She started our foundation. And like, literally Hillary knows everybody. So she's such like, she's like the clutch <laughs> to have it like in store to be able to be like, yeah, no, I know what she does. Like, she's a good person. Like she definitely helps with the credibility as well in terms of also just connecting with people too. Cause she knows so many nonprofits in the area. And she works with so many different people that like, it helps a lot in terms of figuring out where your next steps are. Even if it is with nonprofit, like it at least gets your foot in the door in terms of knowing someone who can help or at least guide you in the right direction. So I feel like it helped with references. It helped with new experiences and having like real stories. So I think all in all, like while it was difficult to adjust because everything was new and happening fast and it was also super isolating. Like I, no, everyone used to be like, oh, yeah. these meetings don't mean anything to me. But like, for me, I, I live at home now. So I came back out to the suburbs of PA, like I'm out near Germantown. So like, when everyone was like, let's do drinks, I was way too far to make it downtown by five o'clock. So I was like, I never get to see anybody. Like, 
like and everyone I worked mm-hmm. with was, it was three people and they were all much older than me so like when I saw you guys I was like on cloud nine I was like people who were like <laughs> around my age that like I know like I was always so happy because I was like this is like the time I get to socialize with people because like I didn't care if they were teaching us how to make paper. Like, as long as I was with you guys, I was like, okay, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, like, happy to be around everyone. So, like, that was good. Like, it was hard, but this Vista year taught me a lot. And I definitely don't think I'm the same person I was when I came into it. Like, I feel much stronger. And I also got a chance to really know myself more because, like, being in that situation and, like, having to adjust and change and so many new things and kind of like also just getting used to not being in school or having homework or professors or just even being in a situation where you're always around other students like it was like a total like change and so I feel like it kind of forced me to kind of like figure out like who am I as an adult like what are some things that I want as an adult and kind of really hold myself to it because you know when you're in school you're like oh there's time there's time there's time and then I wasn't in school anymore. Like the usual distractions you have of clubs and people and stuff like that wasn't there because like I was totally different. And like, even when you like talk to like people who I graduated with, everyone else is figuring it out too. Same with high school. So it's really hard because it's like you want to lean on someone, but everyone's kind of teetering at the same time. So it was good. And it was also good because like in our Vista class, we had like guys like you who had graduated a few years earlier than I had to who could give me advice on like how to adjust and like give me at least a little bit of something to like aim for like living on my own or moving to a different spot or kind of like building my own social like network or just giving me something to hope for like they seem stable I'm gonna be there one day like as long as I just keep (laughs) trying (laughs) but yeah it made me feel better like knowing that I had that too because like I feel like it really was like, it was a lot, but it was a buffer year to just becoming an adult, like full term, no classes, no other distractions. Like I'm like a full adult, at least technically. So it it was good for giving me a chance to kind of get on my feet and figure out like what I want to do next and kind of narrow down what I'm going to do. So I think Vista is definitely something I would suggest And I think it helps a lot. I mean, it's hard, but it gives you a chance to really think. And I think that's really important, you know? And it also provides a place to live while you think. So you're not just, yeah, yeah, you know, like (laughs) unemployed and thinking and like hungry. So it helps a lot in those areas too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it's cool too. Like, um, I just, it's cool in all the ways in which like, Vista has impacted your life and the way that you kind of like see your trajectory. Um, do you think Philly has good opportunities for you for what you're specifically looking for? Or are there other places that you're looking at as far as like marketing and for profit and getting to do like that kind of stuff that you're really passionate about? Well, yeah, no, I think there's tons of stuff to do here. I mean, we have like downtown, which a major yeah. city that helps so much. I mean, if we were in Nebraska right now, it kind of really wouldn't be helpful. <laughs> so like, and we're also like near DC and we're near New York and we're near Boston, really. I mean, we're not far away that we couldn't like 
get to the places we need to in order to like move and be a part of larger cities at the same time. So like we're in a good space and I feel like it's helpful too because like everyone knows someone who knows someone. And so it has been kind of helpful even just with the people that like came to like our Life After Vista course, like knowing them and some of them are from here. Some of them have backgrounds in different areas and just being able to use that. And I think I've also kind of really like focused in on using like alumni networking too. Cause like, I never really thought about it too much, but I mm. mean, I went to school in upstate New York. So there's a lot of people from New York who also kind of are near me. And so I feel like it helps because like, even though like Philly seems so daunting. There's like a lot happening here. There's a lot yeah. of places to go. There's a lot of like organizations, businesses. And, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity if you're just like looking in the right spaces. But yeah, no, I definitely feel positive about it. <laughs> I think um, anyone that's like served a year, I do think like whether you had like a challenging year or a successful year I think there is that kind of like common ground we will have with like anyone else who has like been a vista even if we've had different experiences there's kind of just like a mutual understanding of like oh you went through something maybe similar to what I did um so it is nice to just kind of have that connection that we'll have like forever with people that are vistas um and national service members as well um I want to say, since you kind of, like, gave us a shout out on how much, like, you appreciated the support we gave you, I also want to say, Jordan, during um, all those trainings, I so, so appreciate the positivity that you brought to them. Like, anytime, like, I yeah. felt drained, I feel like you brought the energy back up in the room. So I really want to, like, thank you for that. Like, I knew I could always turn to you as someone that would, like, bring light to the room. So I was beaming off you guys again. I was so happy to just see everyone. Like I was like excited. Like I know everyone's like, I only want to come to important meetings. And I guess that is important, but I was like, I'm just out of the office. I'm so happy. <laughs> I felt like those dogs that wait at the door, like, oh my goodness, you're here. <laughs> Yeah. And to, I guess to explain to anyone listening, like we had professional development, like training days that we went to, that was kind of like built into our year. Um, and some had feedback against that, um, kind of like the trainings that we did. Um, do you have any sort of like feedback based on the year, like anything you would maybe change? Um, I think the only thing I would change is that like for the listeners like we did have the development like like kind of trainings but also we had like seed trainings which were supposed to teach us like how to like work in a diverse like world and how to adjust and how to be kind of like conscious of different ideas and opinions different like sexuality different different genders different ideas and it talked about mm -hmm. race and everything who knew all of that would kind of come together with what's happening in the world and especially here in the U.S. right now. But I think it was good. My only critique would be that like there weren't as many people of color. So I do hope that maybe as they try to find more people to join Vista that they kind of 
find different areas that are going to be a little bit more diverse. Like, especially we have a ton of schools in Philadelphia. I mean, even just like going out to the other side of Montgomery County, like you've got like Villanova, you've got like, you've got Temple, you've got, you know, Philadelphia School of Arts. Like there has to be more diversity in Philadelphia that can join. And I think a lot of people of color don't really know that these kind of programs exist and that they can kind of provide a buffer for the years that you're trying to figure it out and they help you with getting work experience. And I feel like kind of really making sure that other people of color know that they can use this and that this can be something you can do. Because again, I totally was chance that I found out about this. Had my mom not have known about VISTA, I wouldn't have been here either. And so that would have been one less person of color there. So it's just like, it would be really good to make sure that like wherever they go, like in terms of recruiting or that they just up their recruiting to more areas that are going to be diverse and letting people know like that like you don't have to do this if you're like sure you want to do a nonprofit. like it's like a route that this could also just be a way to help your community while you figure it out too and that that's mm -hmm. also an option so I think that's more something I would really hope they do in the future in terms of promoting for like the other places like that are around Philly and other people around Philly that definitely could take advantage of this. So yeah, no, that's really my only critique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any more questions, Sarah? Or should I end with a, we always try to try to end with like a creative type of question, Jordan. Do you have any though, Sarah, before I ask Kind of like the oddball question. <laughs> our silly question. I think I'm ready for a silly question, but I do want to say like Jordan, um, I always appreciate that and um, and like you saying that and I think if we can also like work on creating an environment to where and I think just having more people there is going to really bolster that of creating an environment that's inclusive. We just have more people um there so that it's not so what's the word i'm looking for i think it was a word that was brought up homogenous that was yeah that was brought up sometimes um and i think ultimately like yeah like it's just gonna boost the work that we do and how how good it is and how much we are really like doing ultimately so no, I totally agree. Because like most of it was white females. We didn't even have a lot of guys either. So it would be good to be able to have yeah. a lot more men around or to have a lot more different types of like guys and girls there. Like I just feel like, especially since we were talking about diversity and trying to really dive into race and gender and sexuality, it'd be good to kind of have more people that are different. Cause like, it's not to say everybody will be able to give their own like account for it but at least it'll yeah. give people who are from homogenous areas where they're pretty much is the only only one type of person or like one race of people in the area it gives them a chance to get to know people that are different from them in a way that they're able to slowly kind of build those relationships and understand a little bit more because like you know really once we leave school like besides like where we work if that isn't more diverse you really are in homogenous areas you live in one space and you have a certain friend group and unless you've made like an effort to kind of 
have more mm-hmm. diverse friends, you're going to be in the same group of people, with the same kind of ideas circulating for a really long time. So it really comes up to just making sure you take the steps to kind of like join groups that are different. And this is one of those ways you can, like this is one chance you have to be in a group that can be very diverse and kind of give mm-hmm. you that opportunity. So I think it would be really good. And I think it would also help people of color who want to kind of have a little bit more to add to their resume. I mean, there's so many other opportunities. There's programs that allow you to like go abroad too, to just teach English or, or to help others. Like you said, build houses, like give you a chance to see the world too. Cause I mean, a lot of people who live in Philly stay in Philly and you don't really get to, get to see other places. So mm. really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a, it's like a, a local issue with our Vista. And then it's also like on a larger scale issue. And like, I think everyone at every level has to work on it. Like Philadelphia based, higher up based. Um, but there definitely needs to be, I think, more diversity in who actually does national service. Well, yeah, I think yeah. it'd be good. Mm-hmm. Plus, a lot of the community that they're serving are people of color, so it'd be kind of good if they had people who were a part of the community helping the community. It would definitely be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think this was—I think this is feedback that we'd kind of brought back, but like also emphasizing the supports that you know we do have as far as like financial supports that can help us, um, even though like the stipend is very little, because I think that is just a big barrier. Mm-hmm. and in general um and so like if we can just keep emphasize i think just more c- communication to with our stakeholders and like continuing to build trust in all these different ways mm-hmm. you know definitely yeah i think um as like former vistas if we if we like treasure kind of the experience we had, but also want it to change for the better, I think like we have to advocate the changes yeah. we want to see since we experienced it one way. Um, and hopefully this podcast does that in some way. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We will end on a creative thought. I won't say necessarily like lighter, but creative. Um, if your service year, Jordan, if you could take your service year and take like the soul of your service year and bottle it up into a drink, what kind of Ooh. drink would it be? Um, I think it would be one of those like fireball cocktails, you know, like it would be something that like when you look at it, it seems like super sweet and you're like, oh my goodness, it's going to taste like, you know, nothing or it's just going to taste like vodka. And then you taste it and it's like, oh my gosh, this is spicy. <laughs> That is exactly how I would put my soul of a Vista year into it. Like a spicy cocktail that looks sweet. <laughs> that's a good one. Really, that's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, no. I like your question, too. Do you have an answer, Sarah? I know. I was just trying to think what kind of drink would it be that was like a really good I I feel like that really hits on it really well um maybe I guess I guess we're talking about yeah if we're talking about drink drinks um I guess 
<laughs> Maybe like a, a Long Island iced tea of like... That's perfect. That's also I feel like with them, I don't ever expect them to be that crazy. And then they're very strong. Yes. Once you get into it. <laughs> that's perfect. That's it. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm going to say like... If we're gonna if we're gonna go with cocktails, we're gonna like stay on that. I wasn't originally, but let's just go with it. I totally thought it was like alcoholic drinks. Sorry, <laughs> it makes sense. No, I wanted I wanted to be no. wanted Jordan. That's why I said it so broadly. Um, uh, I think mine would be like some sort of frozen drink. So maybe like either a frosé or a frozen margarita. Or, like, you first drink it, and you're like, ooh, that's, like, refreshing. And then, like, it um, it melts down, and it just, like, lasts longer than you thought, kind of, like, the effect of it, which I'll, I say in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh, yeah. like, like there's more left over. And, like, because I still feel the effects of the year that I had. Like, I still am now continuing service, but I hope it's, like, it lingers on, kind of, like, the – the changes that I've seen in myself, like, I hope they let, like, last, and it's a, a long-lasting sort of thing, where it's like, oh, I didn't realize there was more of this left. <laughs> I like that, though, <laughs> definitely. That's fun. That's funny, it's just, the effects never end. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that drink I had? Yeah, I had it last week, I still feel it. <laughs> it's still <laughs> Well, go. Uh well, thank you, Jordan. This was great talking to you. This was so great Thanks seeing you guys, being you a part too. of this. It's so bad. But yeah, no, I'm so glad to be a part of it and that you guys are letting me speak on it because I feel like it's good too to like be able to like talk with other people who have experienced it and kind of give people an idea of what they're getting into. Yeah. <laughs> those people that can give you a little advice. But I think it was, it's really fun just talking to you guys too because you're very great hosts. Good questions, too. Great. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for all your great answers. They were super, super insightful. Well, yeah, and thanks for having me. I feel like I'm on, like, Jimmy Kimmel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let the roots play me out. <laughs> Service Stories, a podcast created by volunteers. About volunteers.